Uh, and until next time, peace out. Bow, bow, bow. <laughs> I'm still mad you didn't do the mustache, Taylor. I mean, you didn't either. I was going to do it with my buddy. It's all about community. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, He's not doing it. I, all you need to do is I had do it, a, take a picture, send it to him. Yeah, I, I had enough of a beard to do yesterday. One. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you right now, as this is on record, we're doing we're still recording. Recording. So, uh, On record. Yeah, yeah. yeah. stay tuned yeah. for the do next race. Up. Full handlebar mustache. Wow. Oh, 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 shit. I wish I could. Not it. Wait. Soft talking melody. Win. Dude, I'm blown away. You fucking wrote down the skull. Yeah. I'm like. And you forgot about it. There's <laughs> <laughs> something like, in the back of your head being like, you gotta do yeah, it. Somewhere, yeah, yesterday at mile like four and a half. You <laughs> thought you were dying. Oh, yeah, I'm almost done with this. <laughs> yeah, well, because, like, I mean, it's he's actually super inspirational, this guy. Yeah. It's like, Talking about how he's got like a prosthetic from his knee down, and it's like one of those like curved ones. Mm. And he's doing the his first Ironman ever, and like you know his plan kind of goes to shit, and his, his leg starts to get swollen, and so he stops running and he sits down and he takes his like prosthetic off, which makes it swell up a lot, right? Because it comes out of like actual cup, and he's like, I can't finish this, like I can't get my my leg back on. You know, he's like. <laughs> Like, what am I going to do? Like, I failed. You know, this is it. Like, I'm on the side of the road. I'm, I think he had, like, 10 miles to go. And, like, that's a distance in yeah. a marathon. So, um, and he, like, took a second, collected himself, and was like, okay, like, let's, like, just figure out what, what would you do if this happened in the gym? Like, how would you feel? Like, what would you, you know? And he's like, all right, I'd probably, like, elevate it a little bit. Like, have something to eat, have some more water. Like, and he took, you know, a, a rest and was able to get the swelling down, got his leg back on, and he finished it. And it was like, whoa, like, this guy can do that. Like, I can push through another mile and a half on this run. You know, I don't have, I have two working legs. Like, I can do this, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, it was super, actually, cool. super inspirational. It was, yeah, it was great. Did that? Yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> That's wild, because, like. No, no, I'll go, I'll go. During the swim, like, you know, I had all these thoughts, and I'm like, there, I seriously, for a moment, was like, I might not finish this. Like, yeah. I don't know if I can't get this under control. And then kind of the thoughts that went through my head were like, you know, that mantra that we created for you of I follow through. Mm-hmm. And the big thing you said was like, I don't want to be the type of person who doesn't follow through. And, and that's kind of why I started setting these intentions or like this mantra of like, be present. Because I'm like, at the end of the day, like, I don't want it to be about having a certain time or like, whatever. And even though I was like, oh, I'm sure Billy's like way ahead of me. I was like, what, is, what's, what would really be disappointing? What would be disappointing is if I like gave up, you know, if yeah. like we're on this podcast and I'm like, yeah, guys, I, I just quit when it's like, okay, if I had to, I could have doggy paddled the whole thing would have yeah. been miserable, but like I could have. And it's just like those thoughts of like, okay, like who do I want to be? And I'm like, all right. You know, and then that's when the Mike Tyson quote came in. Yeah. Um, I've seen about that the whole time. It's so funny, but it's also funny because I at no point was I like, I might not make this. It was like, I'm going to drown. Right. <laughs> yeah. so, it will like, be pulling my yeah. body out of the water <laughs> which is funny because earlier in this training tyler was like saying okay you guys are going to compete like this is not just like a thing you're going to finish like this yeah. is a race and i was like are you like are you worried about billy are you worried about Matt? And you're like billy pushes himself to where he's in so much pain that yeah. it's concerning that's why i'm scared is because, yeah. Like, yeah billy is okay with dying yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah i literally told him i was like i don't care how fit billy is like he loves pain yeah, yeah. i mean i think it was evidenced by the fact that my heart rate didn't come below 
I like that story about that guy because right when I got to the like cut my foot, it was all like, oh, once I got to the hospital, and I was like, okay, I'm here. Like they'll stitch me up, I'll be safe. Part of me was like, now I don't have to do the triathlon. <laughs> like this is my out. Like not that I ever wanted to not do it, yeah, I always yeah. wanted to, but I was like, wow, what a bunch. Like again, like I was saying, all the training I still have to do for the next two weeks and like prepping and all this stuff. It's like, wow, now I just don't have to worry about it. Mm-hmm. And uh, but even that story, it was like. Then once I got the stitches and I was like, whatever, and, talk, and hear you guys talking the text, and I'm like, I and the, the podcast too. I'm like, I don't want to be on the podcast not having done it. I'm like, no, I want to fucking do this. And like, if I can walk or if I can run, rather, like I'm yeah. doing it. Um, so just not like going going to the like what, like way out. Like for him, you can be like my leg's swollen up, like it's over. Yeah. Start like hobbling back to wherever my car. Yeah. It's like, no, no, no. I, I can fix this. I can still finish. Yeah. Even if it takes 30 minutes for the sweat to come down like, or to eat. It becomes less about the time at that point. You're like, okay, I just, like, I want to finish. Like, I can take my time to figure this out. Yeah. Not have to, like, panic that I'm losing minutes. But, you know. yeah. yeah. Yeah, well, it's so important. I love what you guys said about doing hard things. And, like, Matt and I have talked a lot about, like, ice baths. Like, there are health benefits. There's all this stuff. But it's, like, you know, the day in January, the three of us jumped in. Yeah. The coldest wall or other. It's, like, because... If I can do that for a minute, like then I can do other hard things. Mm-hmm. And so it's like the more up, and then it's always like, that's why it's too. It's like, what's next? Cause it's like the more you do hard things. And so like, <clears throat> not that I've done anything that completely translate, but I've done enough hard things where I'm like, okay, I, I feel a little out of control. Like this is not at all what I expected, but like I've been in scenarios where like mm-hmm. things have been hard. So it's like, okay, what can I do? Okay. I'll try and backstrike. Okay. I'll try to unzip my wetsuit. Like, you know, and it's like, even when you have that doubt of, cause like I had that thought for like half a second of like, I don't know if I'll finish this. And then I'm like, okay, well I'm going to kind of try and keep swimming with you. You're like, okay, now I'm, I'm not going to do the triathlon, but okay, now I'm going to try. Like it's okay to have self doubt, but like, that's why it's so important to keep pushing yourself. Yeah. Cause then you're more prepared. Yeah. Well, like what you said about like, yeah. And that's why we do the ice baths too, right? To, to, if you could do this, you could do other things and it's all a practice. And so we say about like happiness is a choice. That's a we practice. We're talking about practice. We're talking about practice. We're talking about practice. Uh, we're not talking about game. We're talking about practice. Um, but yeah, it's like the positivity is not toxic. It is a practice. The reason why I cut my foot, and yeah, like three years ago, I probably been pissed for like days. Uh, who knows how I would handle this? But it was kind of like, oh, it's all good. Like it's over now. And yeah, it's okay to feel sad if you want, but I just don't revert to that anymore. They call them, I just listened to a podcast on this called Automatic Negative Thoughts something with an s at the end ants um we just have them just automatically like whatever like i'm an idiot i suck at sales or whatever like your boss yells at you you're like yeah i am a piece of shit he's right like whatever that just shit comes into your head and your child but this guy talks about how you could practice you can write that down is this absolutely true am i an idiot no you're not an idiot you graduated college you have a job you can make a lot of money like you could just write all this stuff that's not true and the more you do that the less likely it is you're going to have more ants more automatic negative thoughts. So same thing with doing hard shit. It's like, yeah, probably years ago, maybe for you guys, maybe not, but it's like, maybe you would have quit. Maybe it would have been more of an easier decision to be like, I'm just not gonna fucking finish. And some people do that, right? Some people make yeah, an excuse. Dude, I mean, just I, pretend to limp off the bike because they like, yeah, can't do it yeah. and pretend fake an injury. No. But like, that's not, I mean, sure, it's a different type of person, but also you can 
like trained to not be that way too. Yeah. Practice not to be that way. Well, it's funny. Like I remember we're driving up a hill in, in the mountains or like with my family, we see people like riding their bike up this like insanely steep hill in the mountains. My parents are like, why? Like what would drive someone to do that? Like, <laughs> Literally. Literally. Lunatic, right? And it's like kind of indicative of people who don't do hard things to it's- see other people doing really hard things and going like, what's next? what's next okay now i did the now i did an ironman now i want to do a sub three marathon now i want to do this now i want to do that like at a certain point you're riding up the tallest mountain on your bike because that's like the next hard thing to do you know like Mm -hmm. i'm not there may never get there but understand that progression and like that's how people end up doing that shit yeah like something harder the next challenge well all of you said it oh you asked me three months ago what i do triathlon you're like no fuck no but and then you do it and you're like i'll do See, a longer one if you asked me and it's a certain time period if it was like five years ago i probably would have said no way but within the past three years if you said eventually like we'll do a triathlon i was like yeah probably yeah That's and i'll probably end up doing this and i'll probably end up doing that like i've told some people and i feel like it's like what are you 24 23 yeah i was talking to uh i think he's 25 who the fuck was it i think it was someone at omnia but he's like oh, i would never do that i'm like yeah when i was 25 Never would have done that. But I was like, you know, just evolves. And- yeah. Well, I think like what you said about like the people who say like, oh, like, why would you do that? Like, yeah. like those are the people I was so surrounded by like before. Like they just like didn't understand like even just like if I would go to CrossFit like on an early morning, like, yeah. why would you do that? Yeah. Like, cause like I like it, I want to do it, and I like to do hard things. Like, right. and that's just like the people you surround yourself with. And I still have a few of those in my life right now. But like now that I have. I almost see the outside that is so toxic and negative and so draining that I'm like, I just don't want to be around those kind of people anymore, but it's true. People just don't understand. Like it's just such a different mindset, you know, like the people who look at someone and I probably used to be that way. Like you see people riding up a steep bike. I know, but yeah, Yeah, but I get it. But I'm like, Oh, but now I can relate. Like I just have, yeah. yeah. And I'm going to do it tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. If any of you were like, yeah, like, getting up at five to swim. It's like, you're doing it because you have to, you don't have time for the rest of the day. But if I didn't have time and I said, you said you were doing that, I'd be like, well, shit, I'm going to do that. And yeah. we did that one day, we went yeah. one morning um, or anything like Tiana and I talk about business and it's like, he says he's going to do something. I'm not like, why would you do that? Yeah. Like, oh, should I do that? Should I do something like <laughs> yeah. that? Well, that's, it's the reflection of other people. And that's why it's so draining because they're like, why would you do that? Because they would never do that. Right. Rather than someone being like, dude, fuck yeah, nice. Like, yeah. Billy, nice work getting, uh, you know, it's like the I don't know if you guys I know you probably listen to Ben Bergeron but he always talks about like I'm the person who or like I'm the person that like does x thing and like those people just like aren't being like I don't know like for me when I like started working I like not that I had to work out earlier now but like my options were early in the morning or late at night and like I I went in the morning because I wanted to work out and like people like people lurk up like like about 5 a.m work out like crazy people like that's my time. Like, I don't, I don't care. Like I want to do it. I'm the person that's going to make time to work out. And so that's just when I do it. It's a great mantra. Yeah. Yeah. What's up happiness homies. It is Matt here. And Taylor and I would like to make one of our first offers to you to join us in sober October. So if you're looking for more happiness in your life and you know that growth is the key to happiness and getting uncomfortable is the key to growth, then we want you to join us in sober October. And Sober October is a 31-day challenge of no alcohol. And the point of this is to challenge ourselves mentally 
to improve our health and also raise awareness for mental health and give back through donations. And we know how hard it can be sometimes to make a change on your own. And if you listen to our recent episodes, we talk a lot about community. And when you want to make a change, to put it out there, to put some skin in the game, um, but also to do it with people so that you can have that support. So that's what we're asking. If you want to join us in Sober October, we hope you do. Check out the link in the description of this episode, and you'll get signed up for Sober October with us. Uh, We're going to start a Facebook group to create some support. We'll do some live Q&A. We'll do some bonus podcast episodes throughout October. Um, and also any other exercises or further support and growth that we can help provide you. So join us for Sober October. We're excited for this challenge, and we look forward to seeing you inside the Facebook group. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Matt, Matt always, you have one. You know what I'm saying? Uh, <laughs> no. People like us. Oh, people like us do things like this. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, that's, that's from a marketing book right there. Seth Godin, this is marketing. Uh, <laughs> check it out. It's actually. Oh, oh, oh. Yo, well, yeah. People like us do things like this. The idea is that, like, I, I read that, and then I was at uh, I was at my gym, Apex, and it was me and four, four other guys, one being the owner, Austin, and we did this crossfit workout, burpees, all this shit. Like everyone, it's like a, you know, one where you lay on the ground after. Austin finishes first. He's the fittest. He in thirty seconds he gets up and he goes on the bike and he's like recovering. Which like I don't do that, <laughs> but I'm the second to finish, so Austin did it, so I did it. So I got on the bike and I recovered. He was already off. Third guy finishes, and he gets on the bike and does recover. And the fourth guy gets time cap, but he gets up after like 30 seconds laying on the ground, and then uh, gets on the bike and does recovery. I'm like, no one ever fucking recovers. <laughs> I've been in enough crossfit classes to like, people just pack their <laughs> no, shit up and yeah. walk out the door. No one stretches. But when Austin yeah. did it, and he's the fittest. People like us do things like this. People like us recover after. Yeah. And that's what the fit people do. So I'm going to do that. And uh, what was your point to that? <laughs> oh, to the mantra that. Well, that's like, uh, yeah. I feel like that's like I'm she, the person who. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's almost like, like the... a personal thing. And then the people you surround yourself with, you know, like I'm the person that does this. But like people like us, like I surround myself who does similar things. Yeah. You know what's not working though? Is I hang around with Taylor and Billy. We can grow beautiful beards. <laughs> beautiful beards. And I'm like, like us. I'm like, do you think like this? I grow a Matt, I grow a beautiful beard. That's what I do. That's what Matt Mahalik does. It's not working. Do you have a mantra? Have, have you written yeah. it down? <laughs> no, I haven't written it down. It's That's why. Right. It's because you have this long locks. Okay. Yeah, you grow this it elsewhere. Ex- this is the experiment now. Yeah, you can see my pubes. Uh, <laughs> I'm braiding them. What uh what as all of you guys were talking about though too and, and like Billy you kinda let it off with, you know, you're with your family and there's somebody, you know, biking up a hill and they're like, Oh, this is crazy and I feel like again, correlating this back to life. Like we're talking about fitness in this triathlon, but like how many people out there are like in that like kind of middle management position, just playing it safe. They have a decent job, but like you know, if I think about business where it's like, oh, I ran a mile. Now I could run two miles. I run three miles. Now I could run four. And I'm like, oh, I got one client. Now I could get three clients. Oh, like I got 10 clients. Oh, like I created this program. Now I can create this program. And it's like, it, it's just as progressive. But it, to me, I think it's the crazy ones are people who are just settling. Like, oh, this is what I do. Yeah, this is like, that. It sounds like madness to me. Like, yeah. Fail, that's what failure yeah. looks like to me. Yeah. It's, it's just, yeah. 
not doing it. Yeah. Or like not even like like having something in mind to like strive for. Like I just go through my life and go through the motions and like mm-hmm. I'm just fine settling where I'm at. Like they have no aspirations and no Something motivation. Like, like that that is failure and that is I mean to me. You teach their own. But it's just boring. Yeah. Like you one why life, you, like, yeah. Oh hi. Hi. Do something. He I always say, I feel like, like very inspired since doing it. Like I don't know, it's funny because you look at like the people that you said when you showed up and you're like these Iron Man people for trad bikes, spent five grand on a bike and all that shit. And like, yeah, I was my buddy Kai who I was telling you about the other day, my Brazilian friend, he's training for a marathon right now. He's done a half Iron Man. And I was like, I talked to him months ago. He was like, Oh, like, yeah, maybe I'll do that one with you. And literally two days ago, or three days ago, he goes, He's like, oh, maybe I'll do that with you guys. Maybe I'll send him an email and see if I can get signed up. I'm like, are you been training for me? No, I've been training for a marathon, but I'm cool with that. I'm like, he's done so many years, <laughs> it's like no big deal. And so it's funny, like, you get into the triathlon world, and people do, like, dozens of these a year. Yeah. Like, and it's normal. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so I'm like, wild. this feels such, like such a huge accomplishment mm-hmm. for me. And I look at those people, and I'm like, I'm now in that tier of people. Yeah. Like, I'm at the bottom of this new tier of people. <laughs> but now I get it. Humbling. Yeah. shit, because all my people right now, I'm at the top of, and they're all like, I could never do that. Oh, my God, that is amazing. What yeah. an accomplishment. I'm like, I'm at the bottom. Like, I'm, I'm at the bottom. Yeah. It's like, not that big no, of a deal. Same, same. I, I, I totally fin- understand I that. I finished the triathlon, and as I'm walking over to these guys, I see the award ceremony for the first place, the top three finishers, and I'm like, Cool. They're already like so recovered and they know the results. Yeah. They're spring champions. Yeah. I just finished. Literally. Yeah. Um, but I think I think that's it, right? Like, do you want wanna be a big fish in a little pond? Or like do you want to keep growling? Yeah. Yeah. Little yeah. fish in the big pond. Right on. <laughs> Bam. Bam. What I mean? No. He was a bigger fish. Dude, I remember. You just keep finding a new pond, right? Dude, I, that's I, I was uh I was going into my freshman year of high school. This was like thir- 14 years old, whatever that is. And I went to a U- Yeah. I went over. I went to Yukon baseball camp. Turns out it was like recruitment for college. So it was like seniors, juniors and seniors, like throwing nine miles an hour. And I'm like this and I'm like not even cl- I'm like still five years off in puberty. <laughs> and I'm like this little boy, probably like 120. Grow the same beard and, yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. No, you should see me even that. No, uh, no pubes yet. <laughs> That's what I was waiting for. Yeah. Uh, no armpit hair, but obviously probably no armpit hair. Um, but they, I'd be even just warming up with baseball, throwing the ball so hard that my, my palm would go numb. And I was like trying to suck it up. My fingers were fat. I looked like a uh, fucking nutty professor. And I was like, I told him, I was like, is it? Yeah, that's right. I know. <laughs> I was like, this is great. It's uh, top of mind. But I was like, what do I say to the instructor? Like, I can't warm up. Like, can I get a catcher's glove? Like, what? And I just like moved all my fingers over in the glove and try to catch everything in the palm. And, but like going up there and having these dudes throw like, I don't know, high 80s or 90s. And I've never in my life seen that. And it's typically just striking out. But one dude was a knuckleball pitcher. Knuckleballs go like 70 miles an hour. And I had the best at bat, ended up striking out, but like fouled a bunch off and everybody was like cheering me up. But the whole point is that like, I got so much better in that camp because I was the tiniest yeah. little fish in this yeah. giant pond. And uh, yeah, it's that was like my first coming day. On, yeah. I was like, I mean, I would win a few workouts. That's like, I don't know, at my old gym, but like 
you go into this and like I'm I'm losing every workout here. <laughs> like but I'm I mean, not even average. Yeah, literally. <laughs> but I mean now like I'm obviously a lot fitter than I used to be, but like you, you get up there and it makes you pushes you. You're like, okay, yeah. there's better people out there. Yeah. I need to get better at these things that I already knew I sucked at but could kind of coast by with and so now I gotta thing. get better. You, you have the choice. Yeah. You could have gone at the gym I coached that, I was the fittest person there. Yeah. And yeah. which is hilarious because like uh, <laughs> <laughs> because I'm not that fit, uh, but it was a bit of an older population. That but was like, so yeah, exactly. Like, but, yeah, like, yeah. So but like, you could have came there and been the fittest yeah. girl. But no, you cho- you can choose to go to Amia and be the least fittest, <laughs> and then you get better. Yeah. I think there's a threshold though. Like, I think you need to be in the right pond, not just like you're going right. from yeah. Like that that could have been for some people. Your your baseball camp experience could have been like, well, I'm never gonna make it. So like, that's, yeah. I might as well give up. Like, yeah. And I think that's where people get hung up on. Well, I want to do an Ironman eventually. Well, well, I can never do an Iron. Look at the people mm-hmm. who do Iron. I can't do that. And so it's like that's why I said like start with five oh. kit. Yeah. It's every like there are all shapes and sizes. Pulling out books here. I have it. Yeah. It's like incremental oh. growth. You know, it's like. Yeah. This is the pond I'm in right now, and we just graduated from a much bigger fucking pond doing this triathlon. Now I'm such a small fish. Yeah, Yeah. that's why it's kind of cliche, but I like the pond analogy because pond is small enough, so it's like you're saying it's like. But then you just find another pond. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even I think running is a good one because like you're just not fast. You can't run with people who are way faster. You just you won't be running with them. Right, (laughs) so true. And like freshman year of high school, I I also did um, uh, cross country. And there was obviously like the, f- I think they had ABC or something. The A group was the fastest and I was with the C because, you know, it's freshman and just start running. But it's like to be able to start and then like, oh, maybe one day I'm at the B, yeah. right? And then working your way up. But yeah, if you just jump to <laughs> way above where you're supposed to be, it's like, it's just too far. That's what I said with the goals too, yeah. right? It's like if you, right, if you're doing the level 100, Aaron, you'd be like, this is worthless. What am I <laughs> doing? You would probably quit. Yeah. yeah. But finding a goal that's obtainable, but still a stretch. Still a little bit scary. Yeah. Well, I think it's like chipping away at it. And I think people have a hard time with that. Yeah. And going like, well, this is how I'm going to ultimately do it. This right. Is plan. It's like, well, I think I like, yeah. I used to be like, so like, I would be terrified to be in the secret. I was like, I don't want to do that. That's embarrassing. You know, mm-hmm. like I would be so afraid to, to be the worst one. And I feel like that's definitely changed it. Like now I like, yeah, I know I suck, but like I'm gonna get better. Uh, yeah, that's the that's the whole idea of the white belt mentality is like the more you do beginner stuff, yeah. the more comfortable you are, and then you get to a point where you're like, oh, I suck at this. Awesome. Oh, yeah. What yeah. an opportunity to like yeah. get better. Yeah. So it's like you're not supposed to be good at this. You yeah. never ran. Yeah, you're not supposed to be yeah good exactly. Runner. Like, think about this in business. Like, oh, I'm not a salesman. It's like no, you've never done it. No yeah. one taught you. That's okay. That's something I like because I just started a new job and that was like one thing I was terrified coming like I don't know anything like it's my first real time like career like I'm gonna come in and there's all these senior managers and partners and I'm like I'm looking like an idiot and like remember the first guy I, I talked to I work with him now he's great he's like I don't expect you to know anything he's like I just like just ask questions like you're gonna figure it out but like I don't expect you to know all these things like you just came out of college like yeah <laughs> you've never done this before I'm like Oh, okay. I'm glad like someone else can tell yeah. me that because like it's nice to hear it. Yeah. So that that's actually funny too. That's another like with my clients why I push them to have the white belt mentality because like I've had people who are like 60 years old and they have people that work for them and they've been doing the same thing their whole life. So it's like by putting yourself being like me as a CrossFit coach, right? If all I ever did was coach CrossFit and I've never tried like a yoga class or like 
been taught by somebody else, then when new people come in and they don't know what they're doing, I'm not going to have empathy. I'm not going to know how to relate. Mm -hmm. And so that's, what's great about the guy you work with or your boss or whatever is like, he's able to understand. So it's like, again, so humbling, like thinking I'm going to drown. I'm like, now when I have new people who are like, Oh, I'm really struggling with this. I can be like, Hey, you know, I, I don't struggle with that, but I can understand how this might be hard for you. And you can better relate to other people. Yeah. So my first boss was the opposite of that person. I already had a piece of shit. Yeah. Well, my friends with now, but he was like, <laughs> <laughs> it was just like, shout out Mike. Yeah. <laughs> We're still recording in case you want to. Shout out Sean. Yeah. He was, and he, like, yeah, we've talked about it at length now, but at, at first he's like, I don't get how you don't understand this. <laughs> and it was like, at the time, like, you know, my analogy was, he was like, a Stanford physics professor trying to teach them like multiplication. You're like, how do you not get this? Yeah. You know? yeah. And I was like, I have never done this before. And like, I remember, yeah. you know, learning and, and having this like pain of like, I suck at this. I suck at this. I suck at this. This sucks. I'm not having like, this is the worst job. And then the one day I'm like, I do the report right. And I'm like, oh, like, wow. I feel like I'm getting better at this. And, and doing that over a period of like, you know, two years and getting good at it. And now, what I thought I was terrible at, like analytics and all that, like I like, I enjoy that. Like that goes to your, do I not like doing this or am I not good at it? Yeah. And it was like, now that I've gotten good at it because I had no choice, I had to do this for my job. I'm like, now I'm really good at it. And that's, wow. I'm like, this is where I want my career to go. And I never would have done that had I not been in that position and not just like struggled. And, you know, it, and that, that feeling of like pain of like, Resistance. Are we talking about triathlons or business? Now? Yeah, it sounds very similar to swimming. <laughs> this is bonus and Now that I'm good at swimming, I want to. Yeah. yeah, I know. This it's, is, but this it's is super a cool. Yeah. Where like, yeah, the first time in my life, really, where I like struggled to do something, and then had to get better because I had no choice. Got better, and I'm like, now I recognize that feeling of resistance as like, this is learning. This is what learning feels like. This is what growing feels like. Like, you can't get to the end without the suck. The suck in the middle. You know. So, that's why it's super important to like have a mentor or someone yeah because like at work you're kind of at a corporate job you're kind of place you have a boss mm-hmm. for entrepreneur life you don't yeah so you have like i had to go pay for them um but i like what you said like ha- having a boss to tell you it's one thing i learned when i was an engineer it's like just ask the questions cool. like i was in construction and plumbing carpenters masonry electrical like i didn't know any of that shit all we learned in college was like how to design shit. We didn't learn like the building of it. And it's just so different. And to just go to the foreman's and be like, I electrical makes no sense to me. 120 volts into what? And like, I don't understand this. Like explain it to me like I'm a 10 year old. Yeah. And he's more than happy to explain it to me. But if I just sit there and pretend and like, you just don't learn anything. And then you look like an idiot probably to your boss. Cause like, oh, I don't know. I don't really ask. Um, but to be empowered to ask the question because you're not supposed to know. And like people love to tell you what they know. Right. I was saying about yeah. I was in New York City. People are like New Yorkers are assholes. I'm like no, they're not. They're just like trying to go somewhere. There's too much shit going on to like ever like they're just not openly friendly. But if you're a tourist and you were like, can you tell me how to get Times Square? They would be more than happy to tell you how much they know. Oh, take the one up to whatever. If, if that's not working, you take the ACE over here. I'm gonna, you know, like they would yeah. love to tell you that. Yeah. You that's just ask. That's true. How do you guys? Uh, what was the sentence you just used? Prompt someone or whatever to empower someone. Yeah, to how do you empower someone to act like to ask questions? 
I'm struggling with that now because I have a team of people and I'm like, I want you guys to ask questions. They're like, sorry, no question. I'm like, not, don't apologize. Stop yeah. apologizing. Please ask more questions. Like, yeah. I appreciate you asking questions. Uh, actually, a cool thing I learned, well, I like, first of all, what Aaron said, like, just tell him, like, ask questions. Like, please, I know, like, I already know you don't know this. But it's hard for me to remember what you don't know, so just ask. Um, you'll look better that way. Like I don't empower them to do it, right? So just like um, one thing I learned when when I first started CrossFit coaching in New York City, uh, someone came in. I think we had like a coach's training, and they were like, "Oh yeah, it was this guy from the L one seminar snap staff," and he was like, "Instead of saying, are there any questions, you say, what are your questions?" And just that simple language, language. Like, not like. Like, I expect you to have questions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. what are they? Yeah. Uh, can help too. And I found that to actually work pretty well. Um, like or you ask, ask like, them. Yeah. Just like you know, be. Like, Mike, does this make any sense? What? Oh, like call them out. Yeah. 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 And you can just be like, if you have a team of people, like this, like when I first started coaching, I always reminded like my clients, like I was like, I have been where you are. Like I never done CrossFit before. And then I went to the gym for the first time. I didn't know how to do a pull up. Like for you and your work, you're like, I have been where you are. I didn't know anything and it's okay. Yeah. So like, just ask me a question. It's going to be okay. And so it's just like comforting knowing like, like someone who is above you and that you respect is like, has been, ha- like has worked towards that position. Mm-hmm. just didn't just happen. Yeah. So that reminds yeah. me of something. I don't know where I heard this, but it was like when talking to your children to not be like, like don't drink and drive like ruin your life like ah, uh, like they don't fucking care but if you were like you know i was 16 and uh me and my friends went to a party we drank we didn't have a designated driver and like whatever you don't make up a story yeah. but if it's a real you can be like yeah crash the car like, might go to the hospital lost a scholarship blah, blah blah like it was terrible and like i still drank but i just we made sure we had a designated driver and then your son goes Oh fuck! Like my dad was just like me. Yeah. Like he's not just my dad being an asshole. Like he, yeah. he was me one time. Right. And puts like him in those shoes. Yeah, 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 totally. Love it. It's good stuff. Thanks for joining us on After so, Hours. So, so, so you might have two podcasts now, here. Uh, now that we're warmed up, should yeah. we start the podcast? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we got we gotta keep keep that in mind. Yeah, I was thinking bonus episode. <laughs> bonus. Okay. Bonus content. Uh, a Wednesday yeah, drop. Again? Yeah, uh, yeah. first ever Wednesday. Yo, 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 yo. Two in a week. Two in a week. Wow, 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 wow. No, so much content. 